They begin to draw close and the lantern grows brighter as its bearer speaks the first truth. All beauty is born of inspiration. A thought takes on a shape soon followed by a form which grows. Next into a vibration, thence into a sound, and finally into the sound of music. Welcome to a special episode of Pagan Chaos Magic. This is just one of those episodes that had to be made. I never really saw myself doing this. It wasn't planned. Um, Two days ago, I opened up my email. And in there, I had received a letter that had gone out on S.J. Tucker's um, fan mailing list. Um, I'm sure most of you are probably already familiar with S.J. Tucker. S.J. Tucker is an absolutely fantastic musical artist who has done a lot of all kinds of great work. She's done a lot of really fantastic stuff in uh, the pagan vein. Um, She's done some interesting stuff with children's stories. She's done spoken word stuff. She's she's an amazing artist. Uh, She has taken very ill She has been in the hospital for going on a week now. Uh, They think it's appendicitis. They've done all kinds of CT scans and x-rays. And are going to do another series of scans before they decide whether or not they're going to operate. Now, S.J. Tucker is, ladies and gentlemen, a fine artist, but she lives in the United States of America. Let me tell you a little bit, if you're not familiar with the United States of America's medical system. Um, I've seen friends go down this path, and it lead to their absolute ruin. Um, There's no safety net here in the States much for artists. We have a very bizarre health insurance system that is tied to employment in a arcane and twisted fashion in a misguided attempt to encourage employment and to encourage people to stay with one job. And, unfortunately, these good intentions have twisted themselves into an arcane, top-heavy bureaucratic system that is absolutely impossible for uh, basically your basic starving artist to afford. Um... Making your living as an artist in the United States of America is probably one of the bravest things I can think of anyone doing. Uh, You're you're working without a net. And uh, from what I've been able to read of the email, I've posted it at pagancaosmagic.com if you'd like to go read it. Um, What they're basically asking um, is they've put her entire... Uh, catalog of albums on sale for $10 a piece. They are staring at, for starters, between $25,000 and $30,000, I believe, in medical bills. $25,000 to $30,000, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, mages and wiccans, shamans and healers. $25,000 to $30,000 for starters. Um, I'm doing this podcast because the fate just won't let me sleep. Um, The first podcast (laughs) I recorded November 20th, the audio. Uh, It took me over a month to recover from problems and misburns and technical difficulties and all kinds of problems. It didn't get posted until near the end of December. But I'm going to try to put this together tonight. burn it down and post it as rapidly as possible because I'm uh, I'm not the kind of mage who is used to communication with the fae. Uh, I don't object to it. I think it's fantastic. Uh, they're truly beautiful creatures, but uh, this isn't a pleasant contact. Since I've opened my email and read this, um, they've been screaming in my ear to get this podcast done, get this podcast done. And every excuse I've thought of to deflect it has been immediately answered in my head for me. For instance, how do I introduce this? Well, actually, I had a dear, dear friend of mine, Jeff Maxwell, um, give me right 
just recently to use some unreleased audio that he had done uh, in work uh, with some musical arrangement by Ray Kazora. Um, and there was a particular clip that I had been thinking of using if I did a mostly music show, and that's what this is going to be. Um, uh, so that had already fallen into place a few weeks prior to uh, S.J. Tucker or Suge, as she's known on her forums and in her email, um, prior to her being stricken ill, she had given a response to an email I sent her asking permission to uh, use some of her musical stuff on my podcast. And she sent a very, very sweet email back. She was wish- wishing me the best of luck in all of the diff- technical difficulties that arise on a podcast. And believe me, after the first one, I found out just how many might. Um, but this... Well, I gotta get this done quick, so... He's very beautiful, Faye. will just shut the hell up and let me sleep. Because from the moment I read the email, they were shouting in my ear, put her music out there, and ask for the help. The, the email basically sums it up pretty nicely. Um, they're asking, please, um, if you can, look, we know this is just post-Christmas. I'm recording this at, well, 3 a.m. Uh, Eastern Time in the United States uh, on December 31st. So if you're like a lot of us, you're broke right now. And helping out an artist is probably just one more burden on an already taxed wallet. This is the winter of discontent in the United States. This is the end of 2008. And everybody's hurting. Everybody's hurting. Um, I'm not going to go too deeply into my position, but I live in Michigan. Um, I work directly in conjunction with the automotive industry. Um, I've seen plenty of economic pain in the last nine years um, that the rest of the country is only beginning to feel. And I I understand being stretched, but ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and allies, casual listeners, the pixie is down. The pixie has been hurt. This special, special musical creature this special creature that has touched my life in ways that is hard to put into words has been stricken by the cold world around us. Now, we live in a modern world, and uh, it, as much as it might inspire instincts of standing over her in the heat of the worldly battle around us with bared steel protecting her until help can arrive, that's not the kind of world we live in world we live in now, sacrifice can be made quite directly to aid the pixie. This beautiful, beautiful woman, this beautiful, beautiful artist, and the sacrifice that we can make is just open up our wallets with some hard cash to fend off the beast that is the American medical establishment, and shield her from the fangs of the beast, because they are particularly sharp for the uninsured now they're not asking for any huge donations. As a matter of fact, they're, they're, they've reduced the price of their CDs to $10, hoping that people might be able to afford them and just buy some. Um, I went to their website today. Uh, I'm not going to make any great um, <clears throat> bragging rights here, but I had promised myself that I was going to buy some more of her music, so I simply just flat out said, okay, you know what, I'm in, an, I'm in a good position right now to do this, and I bought one copy of everything she had, and it's a quite extensive catalog. I got the entire, the entire set of every CD she has uh, available, and including shipping, and got the entire thing for $93 and some change. Um, it's an investment I'm very happy to make. Um, there's also available uh, a way to do direct donations. And the easiest way to do that is uh, just go to her, her website, skinnywhitechick.com. Um, join the email list if you like. Uh, 
but there's explanation right there on the website of the spot they're in uh, and all of the albums on sale. They're also mentioning uh, how you can do direct donations if that's the way you, you, you choose. And as I said, we're all stretched. We're all stuck. But this is something that we can do. There's little chance in our world to gather and hold up our fellow pagans, our fellow dealers in the obscure and the occult. Uh, We're not often welcome in some circles, and it makes it all that more important to close ranks when one of our bards has fallen. Uh, I'm going to play her music now. Um, and mentioned before I do, of course, uh, www.skinnywhitechick.com because the Faye won't quit screaming it in my ear. So I'm going to repeat it again. Um, this is her song called Valkyrie Daughter. Uh, it really has a lot of sentimental attachment to me, and I'll explain that later. But I'm going to shut up now because I'm running over 10 minutes and just play for you. Uh, S.J. Tucker's beautiful, beautiful voice. Jeez. 
But you may state your case if you please The roads to this realm do not tolerate men Unless they have come to me at their life's end But you've conquered your fears And so it appears Your dreams led you here with great need I am nothing to you, oh my underworld queen But I come for the sake of my child I do not beg her back, thus insulting your lands my girl deserves better at much different hands My daughter should ride with a Valkyrie band I'll do all that I can just to have this With teeth have their time and their place But hell is the child of the breaker of rules And she had this father's measure written plainly on his face For the sake of your child, you will strike me a deal I will speak with the fierce Valkyrie The condition is this, to be sealed with your blood no matter your valor, your warrior's fate Your place in Valhalla is forfeit this night You'll return in the end back to me While well, the soldier's eyes clouded But he cut his own palm And signed all his honor away He thanked Lady Hell for her kindness that her rank would hold sway Go now, young man, for your body is cold Your time in my realm draws too near Return home to your wife and your children who live Surround them with all of the love you can give For they think they have lost you Get you home and banish their fears The soldier woke, struggled back fully to life And made his way slowly back home Treacherous toil of a way that it was A goddess had sent him back where he belonged And no avalanche could slow him down Keeps a family strong It's the self who is last to forgive He vowed in that moment Ne'er again to forget The worth of his loved ones who live This time he was lauded upon his return By the men with great shouts And his wife with a tearful smile village turned out for a great merry feast And never again did his warrior colleagues Serve up their scorn, no, they left him in peace For his journey was writ in his eyes Though he held in his heart now a fine tavern tale The soldier did not tell a soul some truths are too fine to mix in with the ale And he held this one close While so many others were told With no way of knowing his lost daughter's fate He set all his worries to fade And threw all his heart into raising the rest Thus a fine generation was made Well, the years took their toll 
and he took up his cane. His family still in his world, but he once asked a favor of a wandering bard to write a fine song for his lost little girl. One fine afternoon, as the summer. The harvest was just at its start. As he worked side by side with his nephews and sons, he lost an old war with his heart. Never to walk in Valhalla, he thought, to find himself deep in Niflheim. But a wonder occurred as he opened his eyes. His daughter come down from the skies. She rode astride with her Valkyrie sisters, and with joy far too great for the dead who arise, he took her small hand as if for the first time, and she told him, "Oh, father, goddesses oft change their As her sons are forever at war, but her gates are not closed, as you've heard in this tale, as was told to a bard by a soldier to the Valkyrie daughters worth fighting autobiography apparently I went through in the first half of the show I talked about a lot of things and I mentioned S.J. Tucker um, and I mentioned that I was raised Christian and what I didn't mention was one of the one of the scariest moments I remember as a child as a Christian was hearing, I, I was three or four I can remember sitting you know, in the Kingdom Hall with my parents and listening to the story of Abraham and Isaac. Can you tell I'm drifting? I am tired. And if you lovely, lovely Faye would just please quiet down a bit, I'll be a bit more focused. Thank you. Okay, so the story is, I'm sitting there and I'm hearing about how when Isaac was at his prime uh, and of young manhood, God comes to Abraham and says, Okay, go kill your kid. Okay, it's more formal than that, but that's what it comes down to. I gave him to you. Now I want him back. Uh, go kill your child for me. And this God lets him takes him right up to the edge. I mean, Isaac is bound, and the knife is at his throat when God says, uh, "Okay, wait." And I, I remember looking up at my father, you know, and, and, and despite the problems that my father and I had. I was his firstborn, and uh, I worshipped him. Um, and I wondered to myself, what would happen if my dad got told by God, go prove your faith and sacrifice your son? Now, there was all kinds of, you know, it's a shocking story. We, 
there was all kinds of on-ball explanations for why that was acceptable. I, it did never set well with me. The only one that, as a matter of fact, when I when I queried strongly, the answer I was given was I would understand it when I was older. So I I filed it away. It was really traumatic. It scared the hell out of me. And now, as you heard, if you listen to the other episode, I'm a new dad. And the first year of being a new dad, especially when you had the kind of strange relationship um, with your own father, is that very odd and strong emotional experiences will happen to you because your, your, your internal hormones are changing. You're changing from the young swinging stud to a father with a family. And that is a powerful chemical change as taking two or three hits of acid and listening to something you love. Um, I was at work when I uh, put this album in for the first time. And I work, like I said, in the automotive industry. And uh, there's periods of time, not always, when I get to hang out on the engineering level and just... uh, do prints or, or do code and uh, halfway through that song there were tears pouring down my face because I realized as it was playing that the f- kind of father she's describing in that song is the kind of father that I wished for as a child the father that would put me as the child first guard me first don't sacrifice me because God said he wanted you to. Um, and that, in an odd way, was kind of healing to me without sounding too melodramatic. And uh, I, I doubt Miss Tucker will ever hear me talk about this. Um, this is really a little fly speck of a podcast, but if you ever do, Miss Tucker, if you ever do, Suge, uh, I'd like to tell you that that was one of the most soothing and healing things that has happened to me in a long time. To listen to the song of that father and his love and his devotion for his daughter. Um, thank you from the bottom of my heart. And that isn't even all of her great stuff. I'm going to play next some uh, something down in a different vein. Uh, there's a song, I'm, you probably heard it before, it's I think the very first tune I heard uh, on a pagan podcast that uh, was the first S.J. Tucker tune I ever heard. Um, it's called um, Witch's Rune, and uh, I remember thinking as I heard this song that I'd been pondering for weeks you know, now, now that I have this different lifestyle, now that I don't have this uh, uh, Christian tradition backing me up, what kind of music do I introduce to my child uh, with a spiritual theme? And uh, this is one of the tunes that uh, my child will be growing up with. So I hope you enjoy it. It's called Witch's Rune. Sword and ringing of the 
all to bell. We tie a knot within our cord to bind our magic in a spell. Mother of the summer fields, goddess of the silver moon. Join with us as power builds. Dance with us, our witches rune. Father of the summer dew, hunter of the winter snows. With open arms we welcome you. Dance with us as power grows. Dance with us, our witches rune. Silver moon, join with us as power builds. Dance with us, our witches rune. Father of the summer dew, hunter of the winter snows. With open arms, we welcome you. Dance with us as power grows. This one grabs me by the gonads and fires me up. Uh, a lot of fire, a lot of passion, a lot of earthy, earthy tones in this tune. Him to her, S.J. Tucker. You can say your prayers, work your rights, burn your little candles day and night. You can shimmy till dawn to the Drums, but you best be ready when the horn one comes. Yeah. If you wake to the sound of a hunting horn, you dance a ring in the gathering storm. If the solstice time gets your panties in a while, it's just the coming of the Horn God, he will call you out Make you sweat Give you a blessing that you'll never forget So revel in the chase and let your heart beat run Blessed are the children of the horned one Blessed are the children of the horned one hey. Hunter who tracks outside of time Guardian lord of ancient rhyme Brother stack in the mud 
dusky glen Gold sword of the goddess in a woodland den We call you forth as we make our way Walking in your power every day Guide us through in our hunt this night Maybe even later in the great ride He will call you out make you sweat Give you a blessing that you'll never forget So revel in the chase and let your heartbeat run Blessed are the children of the horned one Sound of a hunting home. If you dance, bring in the gathering storm. So revel in the chase and let your heart beat run. Let your best be ready, little one. Your best be ready when the horn one comes He's gonna call you out Make you sweat Give you a blessing that you'll never forget Revel in the chase and let your heart beat run Blessed are the children of the horned one Blessed are the children of the horned one Blessed are the children of the horned one concept to me uh, it feels comfortable to me but uh, I'm not a worshiper that song still just the primal level of it is beautiful um, here's why I talked to you some more uh, I explained earlier the plight our lovely bard is in and I talked about how do we put up our shields to protect her from any further onslaught from the beast just go to her website skinnywhitechick.com look around there's a lot of really beautiful music there uh, she's reduced the price she's not asking for handouts though if you if you want to donate cash she's made a way available there's a link right there on her webpage um, I have posted the letter that I received on uh, for being on her fan email list uh, and I've made that available for you to see at pagancaosmagic.com. Uh, it's also you'll be able to, of course, be downloading this podcast from a link there. We're strapped. We're tight. We're at the end of the year. Um, but maybe you're hearing this song in the spring. Or maybe you're hearing it in autumn. Maybe you. I'm up to podcast forty. Please, you know, if if that would be to be in chaoses and the deity's plans, that'd be wonderful. Uh, if you think that it's too late to help out, no. Um, I'll let you know when uh, Miss Tucker is at a level where we need to stop holding our shields, and when she can stand on her own two feet. Uh, I'm going to keep mentioning it until she's okay and we have beaten back the beast of the American medical establishment. When we have at least bathed that beast and gotten Miss Tucker a uh, nice health insurance policy to guard her when she's on the road, uh, I'm going to keep talking about it and playing her music. Now, I can talk all day long, but you're not going to be all that interested in hearing me yap. So I'm going to play some more of her music. Uh, this is going to be a long block, and then I'm going to probably call it for the night. Um, it's three songs put together. Uh, when I mentioned earlier about being a pagan parent, I, I, I have a son. I don't yet have a daughter, but uh, that's soon to probably change. Um... I've thought to myself, what 
does a modern pagan man teach his modern pagan daughter? Uh, I'm not a huge goddess worshipper, though I really understand the need for that, if, if for no other reason than balance. Um, what sort of things do I point her at? What sort of role models? S.J. Tucker did this wonderful continuation of the Peter Pan story. A whole separate track taken by Wendy. Uh, it's in three parts, and it's spaced across an album. I'm going to pull them together, so it's going to be a good long block. And it's the sort of thing I want my daughters to hear when I want them to think about what it is they can become in life and what they can accomplish if they set their teeth. I want them to know how powerful they are as women. And this block of tunes is something they'll be hearing because I think it speaks strongly to the sort of message that I want my daughters to hear. So I'm going to play the Wendy Trilogy, which is uh, in three parts, of course, trilogy. First one is Wendy on board. Second one is Red-Handed Jill. And the third is Green-Eyed Sue's Jig. I will sing you pirate songs and tell you pirate stories Of Wendy when she'd had her fill of Peter Pan and the other lost boys Now Wendy never was a girl to go against her friends But recall when Hook had kidnapped her and promised no good end Surrounded then by pirates and asked to join the crew The story goes she told them no But not all tales are true wouldn't she rather climb the rigging and wield a cutlass bright? Wouldn't she rather have her own sweet sail wrong and right? Your decision, girl, says Hook, you think you'll pass the test. The scurvy crew are sniggering, but Wendy answers yes. You set me any task, old man, and watch me see it through. You've never known the likes of piracy a girl can do. Sing you pirate songs and tell you pirate stories Of Wendy when she'd had a fear of Pan and the other lost boys Old Hook refused, sets me to draw a contract then and there Survive and you're my daughter, says he, succeed and you're my heir Says Wendy, then I'll sign, but Captain, just be sure you know Break your word and it's straight to retirement or down to the crock you go Says Hook, you see you do the same, my girl, no secret plans If ere I find your scheming with that rascal Peter Pan It's down to the crock, you'll go yourself or a likewise watery grave But Wendy simply shakes his hand, resolving to be brave Says Captain Hook, I keep my word, says Wendy, we shall see she signs the scroll, red-handed jail, and hands it back to Smee. She sets a jaw and binds her hair. A girl, no longer free. Oh, I will sing you pirate songs and tell you pirate stories of Wendy when she'd had her fill of Pan and the other lost boys. Well, old Hook thought he had Wendy, and he thought he'd break her yet. He set her first to scrubbing pots and swarming every deck. Before you learn the pirate life, you'll do the work that's worst. We'll not have you soft, Jill. You'll know hunger, work, and thirst. So it's up the deck and down the deck, red-handed Jill did toil. Oh, Hook would never have a future daughter known as spoiled She cooks, she cleans, grows strong and mean And every night she cries For old Hook's men keep up their jeers The harder that she tries Oh, I will sing you pirate songs And tell you pirate stories Of Wendy when she'd had a pail of pan And the other lost boys well, it didn't take long as we knew to be for Peter Pan to learn Of Wendy State and he strove to knock old Hook at nasty turn He comes to rescue Wendy, steals out to the ship by night 
and dries her tears most gallantly in the full moon's yellow light. Let's go back to the forest, says brave Peter with a smile. Your brothers truly miss you as the lost boys do, and I. How oh, Wendy longs to take his hand, but she must shake her head. The tears return, she takes a breath to say what must be said. to stay here, Peter, and to learn among Hook's men, until such time as they decide to call me one of them. Oh, Peter Pan, he smacks his head to clear his silly ears. He can't believe what Wendy says, not a word of what he hears. But Wendy, Peter says, this ship is not where you belong. Wendy cries, this ship is mine, and Peter Pan is wrong. Old Hook forgot his mother, well I'll not forget my own It's she who gave me courage and first told me to be strong Like you, I'll use my cunning and survive to see the dawn And when this scurvy crew's in hand, I'll set a course for home She winks at Peter then and hopes he'll understand her game but Peter flies just out of reach and quickly places blame. Says Pan, you have betrayed me, Hook has stolen you away. And so I wish you joy of him until your dying day. Says Wendy, very well, Pan, though I'll never wish you ill. Just see you steer clear of your enemy, red-handed Jill. And Peter flies away, a furious star against the black. And Wendy squares her shoulders, though she feels her young heart crack. Oh, I will sing you pirate songs and tell you pirate stories of Wendy when she'd had a fill of Pan and the other lost boys of red-handed Jill who'd had her fill of Pan and his lost boys. Never fear, my listening ones. Wendy's story's far from done. Soon Jill had got her days in hand and dried up all her tears, staring down the pirate's jibes with a quick and haughty sneer. She often tricks the sailors into finishing her chores And trades a home-cooked meal to them for lessons, tricks, and swords Still night she sits up all alone to greet the stars and think And one soft even Neverland she spies a star upon the strand Dancing straight into her hand and laughs but here is Tink. Now Tinkerbell had ne'er approved of Wendy in her way. <laughs> but fairies love to gossip. And Tink was mad at Pan that day. She listened close to Wendy, who unloaded all her tale. And learning the whole story grew by turns giddy and pale. She vowed to go to Peter and the boys in dirty throng To tell them Wendy's one true plan and how they'd done her wrong And so the pixie left the ship lest anyone should see Wendy waves her hand and smiles, a smile of victory Oh, I will sing you pirate songs and tell you pirate stories Of Wendy when she'd had her fill of pan and the other lost boys As Jill sat still, watching the stars go by Just as we knew she would, she catches old Hook in a lie Hidden by the thickest mast, Jill hears old Hook and Smee Full plotting Wendy's dark demise with blackest pirate glee Says Hook will madden Peter Pan and get back our wicked lives I've a match for Wendy, known for murdering his wives Red-handed Jill began to shake and froze where she did stand She knew the tale of Bluebeard <gasps> Would he come to Neverland? Hook and Smee schemed on and on as midnight drifted in And Jill did quake with fear to learn the captain's next of kin Was Bluebeard who they'd send her off to marry straight away For now she was Hook's daughter destined not to have her say Hit fast, she overheard them, and her pirate heart grew pale. But our girl is clever, and Bluebeard's another tale. Recalling their agreement.
that Wendy steals Hook's chance to gloat. It's up she comes, her cutlass drawn, and holds it at his throat. My duty's nullified, old man, though you would be my father. Our terms did clearly state now one may plot against the other. To retire or walk the plank, the choice remains your own. For your ship is mine, dear captain, and we'll see you off at dawn. Oh, I will sing you pirate songs and tell you pirate stories Of when B when she'd had her fill of pan and the other lost boys Captain Hook did not take kindly to young Wendy's calling out He knocked her down and held his hook beneath her pretty pout But Wendy's eyes were steady as she cursed that mean old man Using foulest curses as only a sailor can And so Hook missed the entrance of the rascal Peter Pan Now Wendy's picked up fighting rather quickly, it is true But if you have two brothers, then you're brilliant at it too she welcomes laughter from behind the silken sails Captain Hook looks daggers but grows sweaty, drawn and pale <laughs> Then it's up beyond the crow's nest Peter yanks his aged foe Wendy cries, admit defeat, old man, or he'll let go Hook replies, bad form, and swears to do sweet Wendy harm But it's me who starts the combat, slicing Wendy through the arm and it's Peter's hands that slip As Wendy cries out in alarm Well, the croc did circle down below And to his jaws hook fell Where his soul now glowers Is a tale we'll never tell Who cares if Hook's still sailing In the blackest seas of hell For Peter smiles at Wendy now By the light of tears Thus Wendy got herself a crew of ruthless men and brave To terrorize the lost boys But only every Saturday I will sing you pirate songs and tell you pirate stories Of Wendy when she'd had her pail of pan And the other lost boys a red-handed Jill Who'd had her pail of pan And his lost boys So Wendy'd got herself a crew of ruthless men and brave And they'd terrorize the lost boys each and every Saturday One day Wendy says to Peter I'd like more girls on my crew So Peter goes a-hunting lost girls And brings back green-eyed Sue Green-eyed Sue was feisty, quite silly and quite sad Called Susie Rotten by her mom and Tomboy by her dad Had the chance to be a pirate and call Peter Pan a friend Her face lit up, her sadness fled and she ne'er looked home again She proudly followed Wendy and she ne'er looked home again Sue becomes first mate as she's the first lost girl To live upon the ship and give to Wendy all the spirit she can give me at last retires with Captain Jill's reprieve It's graciously he goes to wise to show that he's relieved Peter keeps a hunting up lost girls for Wendy's crew The sailors take vacation time with nothing else to do Sweet Wendy turns each girl into a pirate before long By teaching them survival, how to sail and to be strong Wendy's ship it prospers and the girls are eating well A roving band of sisters singing songs and raising hell The crew is full of pirates but each one can keep her head Due to the small miracle and thanks to Wendy's pirate school Brand new tales of daring do and Wendy start to spread Wide-eyed children visit Neverland most every night But now new sorts of fans arrive to see the boys and pirates fight Kings and queens show up in Neverland from all across the world To see the only pirate ship that's captained by a girl Disarmed by Mrs. Wendy, but she takes it in her stride She bows to the Queen of Sheba and shows off her crew with pride A pirate dropping curtsies is rare, we realize, but 
body joke and a twinkle in her eyes. Lost girls mind their P's and Q's with twinkles in their eyes. Recall now what I've said about how fairies love to gab. This goes for everyone from Tinkerbell to old Queen Mab. One night on the horizon, a new set of stars was born. And Neverland they host a folk who sail in fleets of silver boats. No stars were these but the royal fleet of Titania and Oberon. The king and queen of fairy come to Neverland this night. On sailing silver ships that run on mischief and starlight. To meet this human girl child of whom the tales are sweet. And respectfully ask Wendy if she'll be their royal fleet. Well, how can Wendy turn down such an offer when it's made To sail the sky with fairies and to lead their gay brigade She tells the ruling monarchs that she'll gladly come and play So long as the crew may keep their tourney with the boys each Saturday So Wendy's made an admiral and rules the fairy band Diplomat between the worlds of Faye and Neverland The crew are full delighted and wreak magic where they roam But soon our admiral has thoughts of setting sail for home The second star to the right does call and Wendy hears its song She lets her brothers know she's headed home before too long They meet with her in secret to tell Peter Pan goodbye Peter squares his jaw and the lost boys try not to cry Next night the ship sets sail out to the edges of the sky Wendy calls her crew on deck and tells them her surprise Above old London town she bids them follow through the air And invites them home to meet her mom and be her sisters there Nearly all the crew let Wendy know they cannot wait But still extend a handful, including the first mate Green-eyed Sue before her captain asks to plainly speak her mind. <clears throat> it's sooner I'd lay down my life than leave this ship behind. A simple life of growing up is surely not for me. Living as a sailor's been the first time I am free. So by your leave, dear captain, I will be a pirate still and carry on the legacy of our red and Wendy smiles a smile and says, I'll miss you, dearest one. But as this journey ends, I see a new one has begun. So carry on as admiral and captain in my stead. Guide your crew with a steady hand and always keep your head. So Sue becomes the captain and begins another tale. Her bonny crew decide to teach the lost boys how to sail. She rules the fleets of fairy and she reigns in Neverland A pirate queen a hatching schemes with Tink and Peter Pan Tales are told of Sue and Wendy to keep all girls' brothers kind Unto their darling sisters, for if they are a mind To torment and to torture and to hamper and to tease One night she might turn pirate and run off to sail the seas not just the bonny brothers are the tales of Green Eyed Sue. Such warning fables show each mom and dad a thing or two. If e'er your sweetling makes a cutlass from a cardboard tube, you'll never be raped nor tell her it's a boy's game she pursues. The freer that you raise a mind, the brighter it will bloom. And you'd rather have her home than off to join some scurvy crew Or sail with the likes of Green-Eyed Sue Never have your parents sail with the likes of Green-Eyed
Wow. That is really a long and impressive piece of music when it's put together like that in three parts. I can understand why she breaks it into three segments. That has got to be really taxing on her hands, beating on that guitar. I mean, and when I say beating, I mean that in the most in the most complimentary sense. She reminds me, you know, Ani DeFranco. Ani DeFranco is one of those um, female artists who... S.J. Tucker's perhaps the only other woman who's impressed me as much in the last ten years. Ani DeFranco's the kind of performer who has to wrap her fingers in black electrical tape before she plays live. If she doesn't, her fingers are exploded and bleeding at the end. She plays hard. Um, S.J. Suge, wow. She's, I, she reminds me very much of her, but in in a different worldview, maybe than uh, than uh, Ani's uh, approaching it from, but the lady needs our help. The pixie needs our help. I'm uh, gonna end this night with a song that I am at this moment in great sympathy with. It's called "The Pixie Can't Sleep." Um, it's something that uh, S.J. did, a little bit different than the rest of the stuff you've heard tonight, but like I said, her catalog is varied, and it's just it's just all good. Um, the Pixie Can't Sleep is how I'm going to end it. That'll be the end of the podcast. Uh, I know that there are some blips uh, and some cracks in the audio. I'm hearing that as I'm putting this together, but it's 5.20 in the morning. I need to finish this up and get some sleep. Uh, And I'm hoping that a couple of people hear this and can reach into their wallet and pull out the most useful tool they can right now and help SJ out. Go to SkinnyRoyChick.com. And by the way, Miss Tucker, if you ever do hear this, don't feel bad. Um, My personal path working, I've, I've made entreaties to contact the Fae. I just didn't expect them to show up so loudly. So, uh, I don't know um, what <laughs> contact you have with them, dear lady, but um, they have a great fondness for you. Um, they're agreeing to let me go to sleep now, as long as I finish it up with this last tune. One of my favorites of yours, The Pixie Can't Sleep. The dreams are coming wild and still. Dreams are coming in The thief of love collects a kill The night can now begin Walls start closing The pixie can't sleep The pixie can't sleep The pixie can't sleep The pixie can't sleep She loved you better could you let her? She's banished back to the dreaming, just forget her. Out with the hungry, out with the hungry, in with the burn, in with the burn. The lesson is learned. You both play the victim. I know you know the pixie can't sleep. It's overrated. Since she heard you can't sleep, she's devastated. The rest is overrated. Love is a dream without a world. Its language is empty as a coma, floating free of all concern. The lesson learned. The lesson learned. Let go and go. Gotta let go. There's more room to breathe when you're alone. Yeah, I can't sleep. sleep. The pixie can't sleep. sleep. The pixie can't sleep. sleep. The pixie can't sleep. The pixie can't sleep. The can't sleep. The pixie can't sleep. The pixie can't sleep. Just a little too late The dragon dreams The goddess rises And she screams Girl, what are you doing? Your love is a dream Without a setting And you're forgetting The lesson learned 
dreams are coming wild and still. The dreams are coming in. The thief of love collects a kill. The night can now begin. Walls start closing in. The dreams are singing wild and shrill. She vanishes in the din. The thief of love can drink her fill, but the sleeper's growing thin. I am stretched too thin. I can't sleep. Sleep. I can't sleep. Sleep. I can't sleep. Sleep. I can't sleep. I can't sleep.